Hi guys, another week, another episode on the Talk Hub. Welcome to yet another talk where we unpack and uncover without any limits. So I'm here, your girl Sophie, and I'm hoping that you had a great week and that the last talk we had changed something about your perception on relationships. And I mean, I did my fair share of introspection and yes, still going and work in progress. So uh, last week we had a chat with Stephanie from Steph's Deep Discussions and whoa, so much wisdom and positive feedback from everybody who listened to the chat as well. I really do appreciate how you guys came back and really, really said you were looking forward to part two. So here we are. And this week we're continuing with Godfrey from, okay, he'll introduce himself in case I miss, I, I, I do any, I, I mispronounce actually. So Godfrey is loaded with wisdom and great vibes. So still on the same page of toxicity, relationships and personalities. Today we dig deeper into the whys, the what's, and the roots as well so hi godfrey hi sophia um man i'm excited to be here this is honestly a great opportunity to just connect with listeners young people I know. yeah I'm, I'm i'm really excited thank you so much for having me it's only a pleasure i'm i'm more excited because i mean thank you for agreeing to be on the talk hub such an honor to host you no, it's a pleasure to be here. You you asked me to introduce myself, uh, so I will yes, do please. that. Um, go good ahead. people, good people. My name is Godfrey Kazere. Um, some people also know me as Tafazwa. So pretty much on all my social media, you will see Godfrey Tuffy, right? So okay. Godfrey Godfrey is a young man who who loves God, who is mm-hmm. uh, somewhat multi talented, very creative, uh, passionate wow. about people. I'm a communicator, brand enthusiast, um, musician, recording artist, photographer, videographer. Uh, wow. I like things. I like things. I like God. <laughs> um, uh. Just to clarify. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I really do. I think I'm also growing in my gift as a teacher. Um, so mm. I, I teach as well. So fun times, fun times. Um, so yeah, it's wow. really great to be here. Wow, that's that's a lot, and I mean, your life must be so much fun. I can tell because you sound like you in, you thoroughly enjoy each and everything that you do. <laughs> I really do. Uh, my life is a movie, man. It's, a lot oh. happens. Um, I'm pretty much always busy, um, but mm-hmm. I I fully fully enjoy doing what I do. Um, I'm very passionate about it. So, it a, a lot of the times it doesn't even feel like work. So, yeah, I'm blessed. Goals, man. Goals. Do you hear that, guys? I feel like we all need to get to that point where what we do doesn't feel like work. Because sometimes we all just get sloppy and feel like, ugh, do I really have to do this? Only for the paycheck. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's wrong. Look, yeah, that that's a that's a topic for another day. But definitely, <laughs> look, it, I've been through ups and downs, um, and I I really do feel like I'm in a good space now. Um, being, oh, nice. being being more sure of what I'm doing, why I'm doing mm. what I'm doing, and who I am in what I'm doing. Um, wow. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of fulfillment there. So, yeah, fun times. Wow. 
See, you've already started with being profound, man. Like, way to go. (laughs) Okay, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining in this talk, Godfrey. I can't express just how much I'm looking forward to learn from you because you did also say that you're a teacher and that is awesome. Yeah, no. Okay, so. Yeah, cool. Let's, Let's get into it. All right. So my well, my first question to you is mm. what inspired you to focus on love in relationships? Because um, yeah. you did say that uh, you've got a page, yeah. um, which yeah. is what kind of drew, uh, drew me towards yeah. um, digging for a talk with you, yeah. um, is that you, you were focused on love in relationships yeah. and you have what you hope. Like I was listening to your talk with Steph um on on monday but like we'll get into that right now i'm really keen on trying to learn what inspired you to focus on love and relationships if you can maybe give a brief story of the background and in starting this page which is really huge yeah no thank you so much um so look i think being a teacher or at least having that knack to teach and and um, dispense knowledge. I am. I get very excited and passionate about learning. All right. So I, I love okay. learning. Um, I'm always. Mm-hmm. I'm always researching weird stuff. And and I say when I say weird, it's just unconventional. I would like to believe. Um, but I always like out of learning. the box. Yeah. I, I ask a lot of questions. I'm quite inquisitive. I've always been like that. And so, uh, for me, I started asking a lot of questions about life, uh, about mm. spirituality, about relating to people so i uh, with all my questions i came to this verdict that life is all about love and relationships or at least it should be at least it should be about love and relationships and when i say that i mean it comes from uh, uh, a purview of christianity um where you know if we say god is love right and if we look at how god yeah um, related to us or relates to us that if we understand that, if we know that, I feel like we can do life on earth better. So I think what, what inspired me is just the, the relevance of it. Love is very relevant. Relationships are very Mm. relevant. And so just to end on that, just as I respond is that, um, as long as there are multitudes of human beings here on earth, relationships will always Mm. be a thing because we relate to each other. And so you can't run away from relationships, so you might as well strive to do them properly. So I think, so for me, that's kind of one of the main things that there's a necessity to it, there's a relevance to it for us to know more about love and understand it because Mm. I feel like love really will do so much good for this world where people won't, you know, do... Um, vile things towards each other if they truly love each other and if they're trying to really that's so true yeah so yeah that's why that's why i focused on love and relationships because i feel like it's a necessity yeah do you know what Mm. to add on to what you've just said i once read something i'm not sure i I think i've forgotten where exactly but i once read um something that said um love is so delicate and yet so powerful you know um if it's either, it, it, if it's mishandled, it has the power to destroy. Yeah. And if it's handled properly, it has the power to to build. To, to, to build. Yeah. So, so I think in a nutshell, we could conclude that love is a force. Yes. And actually, right? you could add something. I mean, 
Again, I mean, I'm passionate. As I said, I'm passionate about learning and I love definitions. I absolutely mm. love definitions. It helps me to understand things. It helps me to um, wrap my mind around concepts and so and all that. And the, the definition of love fascinates me greatly. Um, and so I've, I've yeah. really dedicated a lot of time to understanding love just because I've been drawn in by what it means. Uh, as uh, I read one definition of love is the wholehearted affection that one expresses to another mm. through action or speech, right? And I'm just like, wow. man, the wholehearted affection. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, and, and from a wholehearted. Group, yes, the wholehearted affection that is expressed mm. through action or speech. And, and, and from a biblical point of view, which, which I also hold very valuable, is that love gives, love is sacrificial, love is kind, love is mm. patient. And so, yeah, just thinking, looking at how the world is, um, mm. it really just pains me to see how the, the state of the world, society and all of that degradation of morals and behavior. Oh, and I'm, yeah, if, if, we're, yeah. if, if love was prevalent here, the, yeah mm. so i don't want to repeat myself too much but yeah i think for me it's just something that's also just so fascinating and it's it's it inspiring but like like you said it also does appear biblically that mm. um do all things with love exactly. because i think when it's done in love mm. it comes out so much better yeah. but then again you find that like you said earlier mm. there's now with society and people being broken mm. and all of this toxic i mean the enemy will always try to slide in yeah. where there's something good and bring in toxicity yeah. so like um earlier this week you had a talk with stephanie yeah. about spring cleaning relationships yeah, yeah. so the moment the moment we talk about spring cleaning there is already mm. there's already we already know that there's something that needs to go yeah yeah right yeah. So um, this this mainly was circling around getting rid of the toxic, getting rid of the dirt, yeah, like you said, yeah. and and um, looking at the definition that you've given of love and relationships, mm. both in a worldly and biblical um, picture. Mm. How would you um, just give give us a brief explanation about what it actually means yeah. to spring clean relationships and where it comes mm. from? Why do we where, where is the dirt yeah. coming from? No, man, thank you so much. That's a good question. I mean, so uh, I'll give a bit of a synopsis of why I picked that title. So uh, I think yeah. there is a relevance to it looking at uh, the seasons that we're in right now. So if you're in the Southern Hemisphere um, or anywhere, really, um, there is the winter period, right? The, the winter season. Yeah. And then after winter, normally it's spring. It starts warming up and it's spring or summer, wherever you are, depending on where you are. And normally when, when that kind of season comes about, a lot of cleaning happens. And in fact, it, it, it kind of became a coined phrase that you're spring cleaning. Even though it's not spring, mm -hmm. um, people spring clean. And what that actually means is it's a thorough cleansing of a space. Uh, of your life, of your plans, of your events, your schedule, you spring cleaning something thoroughly, right? So a lot of the times people sp spring clean their rooms or their wardrobes, yeah. right? So that's the concept behind it. And I, I'm a, I'm, as I said, I think I said this, I'm, I'm a brand enthusiast. Um, and so branding and marketing is a big thing to me. And it was a, it was a great way of branding the topic and the theme to make it uh, palatable and exciting so yeah spring cleaning relationships sounded good 
as well as appealing so people can engage with it um and so true true and yeah. it's, it's relatable exactly. also when you when you give an example of something so usual something yeah. that everybody does and knows about yeah. which is spring cleaning yeah. and then when you have to think about oh you spring clean relationships as well you spring clean your exactly. life you know get getting rid of the skeletons in your closet yeah. but um yeah i also want to ask hmm. Sorry, go oh, no, ahead. No, no. Did you have something to yeah, add? Yeah, just so I mean, you, you, I was just gonna get to the second part of your question that you know, with spring cleaning, okay. yeah, the, the the like with spring cleaning relationships, um, like the church, mm. right? What what are we looking at? And so, I as I said, you know, relationships um is like the connections between people, how people relate, right? And so, if a yeah. relationship is dirty, um, and it needs to be spring cleaned, I believe that maybe there's now disrespect. In the relationship, there is dishonor, mm. there is a disregard mm. for a person uh, where you you know look down upon someone, you hurt someone, where there's toxicity, where there's unforgiveness, where there's resentment, where there is mm. um, regret and regression. All of those things are, are the dirt that needs to be where there's confusion. I feel like confusion. Insecurities, insecurities, your brokenness, mm. all of those things. I feel like when you're spring cleaning relationships, you are addressing all those things. Um, yeah, so for me, that that was the biggest thing about it. And that series was absolutely amazing. We did it over four weeks, four, five weeks, actually. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, wow. that's the whole premise of it. No, I get it because um, the moment I chose to start mm. the whole re toxic relationship yeah. topic, yeah. the first the first part was with Stephanie, and yeah. I've just figured, you know what? It's injustice to just do one episode. Yeah. It's gonna have to come in parts, yeah, and because there's so much to learn. Mm. So, so in in the regard where you said um, you need to spring clean, you you mentioned the the aspects that need to yeah, go yeah. right. So, firstly, we also have to look at. I, I like to be fair. Mm. I like to look at both yeah, sides, yeah, right? Yeah. So you look at, you look at how um, maybe a, a certain relationship, maybe a relationship mm. I'm in, mm. right? Maybe I notice that um, we can hardly have a conversation without mm. raising, raising our voices. hands oh, at each yeah. other or voices, mm. just to be, mm. yeah. Or, you know, there's really no level of respect or communication anymore yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. It's It takes two, yeah. Yeah. right? And I, I always say how you, how people treat you is something that you have to put mm. out there. You teach people how to treat yeah. you. So if I find myself in a relationship, mm. right? And sometimes it's not, it's not only a romantically... Um, a romantic relationship. It could be between me and my mother. Yeah. It could be between me and my sister. It could be between me and a workmate. Yeah. If if it's becoming toxic, mm. right? Who gets to who gets to be the bigger man yeah. and say, you know mm. what? Actually, a, a friend of mine sent me something so profound mm. this morning, mm. and she it was her way of how she started to heal yeah. of certain occasions that happened in her life and she said she wrote down the steps yeah. to it and I thought to myself wow this is so much depth for someone to actually sit down mm. and 
come up with steps to healing and to confront a person mm. about something she's not happy about or to apologize. Yeah. It's something that not many people do. Yeah. So who gets to spring clean? Who gets to, is it the victim yeah. or the person who is abusive? Shucks. That's a, that's a good question. I mean, yo, um, it's, I think I'm, I, I'm trying to avoid giving a very dense response. So I will try to um, compress it a bit. But the, I think there are okay. three pillars to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's once upon a time on Mazurudo Mondays, we did uh, spring cleaning. Uh, we did, sorry, we okay. did, uh, it, it takes two to tango, right? This was, uh, okay. yeah. Yeah, this was uh, one of the episodes where we were talking about um, in any relationship, both parties are accountable for something, whether it's the good or the bad. Right. If, if you see mm-hmm. a performance between two dancers, they're both scored collectively. Right. Um, no understanding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're dancing with someone. So someone, everyone is playing a part. So um, as much as if, if you come down to the breakdown of if you get to the breakdown of a relationship, both parties have some part to play in it. So what needs to happen, I believe. And this is the second part. So there's the first part of acknowledging that, look, both parties are. Uh, have an impact here the second thing is acknowledging the part acknowledging and focusing on your part in it more than the other person uh-huh. right and when i say this i say this i try to say this as respectfully as possible that it's, it's in the light of the expectations you need to manage your expectations in this um that's yeah me. so Look, when you are dissatisfied or disgruntled about something, more often than not, it's in your hands to deal with it, even though it may not be your fault. So you, there's the thing of managing your expectations placed upon the other person, where you expect them to apologize or you expect them to correct their wrong and whatever. If they're not going to do it, mm. and if you don't do it, then nothing will happen. So it's like manage your expectations and you just go about what needs to be done. So you, more often than not, you are the one who has to step forward, right? Um, and unfortunately, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, and this is the third part. Uh, there's, even in any relationship, there are rights and hmm. responsibilities, uh, rights and duties, sorry, right? So you may be wronged, and it is your right to receive an apology, Right? But that apology may not come. Yet, there is still a duty on you to love the person. And to, and forgive. to forgive. Yes, thank you. You're moving in the spirit, my sister. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so that's the thing about rights and responsibilities, rights and duties in, in, in relationships as well. You may be justified in feeling wronged and feeling whatever, but still, like, mm. what is your duty in it? Or where is your place in it? And that is what you need to focus on more often than the right. So, yeah, it's 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 easier said than done. It's well, easier said than done. Uh, but at the end of the day, the room was like if if you acknowledge that the room is dirty, the relationship is is has broken down. No matter how you mm. think of things or imagine things, the work still needs to be done, and someone still needs to do it, whether it's you or the other person. And if the other person's not going to do it, then you're going to have to do it. It is what it is. And if you 
if you both choose not to do anything about it, then yeah. it dies. Yeah. And and when oh, it wow. dies, you can't you all the blame cannot be placed on one person. So it, so That's you're still true. accountable at the That's end of the true. day. So you're you're accountable for your I thoughts. like that. Yeah. I like that um, you're discouraging and, and dismissing the idea of playing yeah. victim. I, I, also, I also don't really like to yeah. play victim. I think everybody has a certain error that they're accountable yeah. to. And it's, it's powerful when we actually all stand up to say, you know what, I yeah. did this and yeah. that. I was actually speaking to a friend who was going through a yeah. breakup a couple of yeah. days ago, and I thought it was powerful how he, much as he was wronged, he also picked up the wrong that yeah. he did to get her to act in that particular mm -hmm. manner. That's good. So, no, yeah. It's definitely making sense what you're saying. So in terms of, I'm, I'm also mm. keen on us focusing on the root cause of toxicity. Oh. You know, like you've already hey. said, you've already said that communication yeah. and yeah. all of that. So earlier today, when I was going through the notes for this mm. episode, I, I, I thought, okay, my friend yesterday told me that I have horrible mm. communication. Yeah. Um, and it's something yeah. I'm working on as yeah. a person. And then I thought to myself, well, where did it yeah. come from? Sure. And I, I dug in, I dug out some parts where it came from probably my childhood when my mom didn't want to give yeah. me something and she wouldn't communicate it directly to say, you know what? Mm. No, you can't mm. have this. She would maybe sugarcoat it and say, um, we'll talk about it yeah. later. And much as it's meant out of a place mm. of love, it also becomes, if it's not, if you don't manage it and if you don't get to a point of introspection to actually yeah. say, you know what, I need to be more direct. A no yeah. means no. I don't have to say we'll talk yeah. about it later when I know that I can't yeah. do it. Because uh, when it involves other people, I'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later literally means we will talk yeah. about it later. Someone else who can understand what I'm saying would know that oh, she yeah. means no. You know what I mean? But so that can easily become toxic in, a, in an environment or in a manner, in a matter where I have to be clear about my communication. Yeah. So going mm -hmm. back to the question, what, what is the, the, the root yeah. cause of, of, um, of toxicity? I've, I've identified three main things, um, three main roots of mm. toxicity. Um, and a lot of the stuff okay. dates back to our childhood. But I'll, I'll come back to that. But those three main things are brokenness, sinfulness, okay. and pride. Right? Mm -hmm. Sinful. yes. Sinfulness. Brokenness, sinfulness, wow. and pride. Okay. All right. Taking notes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, brokenness is, is, is predominantly the childhood aspect where, I mean, I'll, and so yeah. I'll go forward and then I'll come back. So if you look at the man... Okay who is abusive today, right? Or the man mm. who is irresponsible today has a broken view mm. of relationships or family dynamics from a childhood. You understand? Mm. Or okay. if you find, uh, yeah. if you come across a, uh, a boy 
Um, and I'm speaking from a male point of view because I feel like it's the just thing to do. Um, if you if you okay. if you come across a boy who is a friend, right, and he is not a good friend, what you find is that mm. um, his he has a broken view of commitment, right, a broken view of trust or wow. loyalty from earlier stages in his life. Do you see what I'm saying? Wow. So you, you, so we always need to look at I, I so the people we see today, especially people that are a bit more mature or older, right? The people from in their twenties, twenties mm. and above, right? What we see a lot today is the fruits of broken principles, broken um, um, values, and all of that from their childhood, mm. right? Wow. Well, that's, yeah, that's... so if we're looking at roots, because or the or the beginning or the starting point, you always need to go back. All right. Mm. So that's one of the things. Brokenness is a messed up thing. Like if you find the absent father today, again from a male point of view, the absent father today has mm. a broken view of commitment, a broken view of fatherhood, a broken view of um responsibility. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and then it becomes yeah. a cycle. Um, so even if, we, if exactly. it's not built, and even with toxicity, right? Disrespect, I feel like, is toxic. Um, dishonor, um, mm. unfaithfulness, all of that stuff, right? Those are toxicity. Um, and again, yeah. they have roots um, that a person had a broken view. Maybe someone as a child looked up to their father, right? And their father cheated on his mother. So he yes. then has a broken view of commitment or loyalty. Or of commitment, yeah. Um, or if someone is abusive today, it's because they have a broken view of a husband and wife relating to each other as he or she saw their parents do it. Yeah. Mm, okay, that, yeah. that makes sense. So all those people that are stuck in a cycle of yeah. infidelity, it's basically a broken of, view of commitment of of, of commitment mm. and then you find in some yeah. societies they have tried to convince yeah. women that that's how yeah. men are that's what that's what they gets to not. me it's, the most is how how societies have mm. justified yeah. toxicity so yeah brokenness is a big big thing and a, a lot of work needs to be done there um I'll come back to something that I wanted to add on brokenness, but to move on with the second one, sinfulness. So this comes from the purview okay. of a Christian or at least some sort of spiritual spirituality where if you do something wrong, you've sinned, right? So what we believe yes. as Christians is that we are inherently sinful, right? Uh, it doesn't become yeah. a scapegoat uh, or a, a reason to be toxic but yeah one very evident reason why we're toxic is because we're sinful right we we are mm. prone or more inclined to lie or steal or um i don't know uh, do stuff that is just um unbecoming or untowards because we're sinful i, I can't explain too much into it i can't say mm. why we're sinful but i can tell you mm. that what we do is a result <laughs> yeah. of sin um, again, I will stress that you can't you can't sort of um, uh, relieve yourself of responsibility for doing something stupid and just say, 
hey, sorry, babe, I'm sinful. No, own up to, yeah, own up sinful, to your yeah, mess. Yeah. But then also it is something to acknowledge if you're the one who's expected to forgive or extend it, grace that the person is sinful, all right? So that's another thing. And then pride. Okay. And pride, yeah, pride, especially. And again, from, mm-hmm. from the scope of men, pride is a big thing that we struggle with. Um, in fact, it's... it's you know, yeah. Like, where does it even come from? Why is it like... I, I believe yeah. when we're talking about pride, we're looking... Um, largely mm. at the ego right because um that's yeah. that's something yeah big. no pride i mean i don't know maybe lucifer can tell us where he got pride uh but <laughs> the, the, the main cause of lucifer's fall the, who we know as satan today is because of pride um he thought he was bigger mm. than god which okay. is a pride thing he thought he was beyond rebuke which is a pride thing he thought he he he, mm. he didn't have any flaws or anything like that which is a pride thing. So pride is, yeah, pride is a mess. Yeah. And it's ruined a lot of things. I mean, kingdoms have fallen, homes have broken because of pride. So I get why you put it on the list to some of the roots of toxicity. And, you know, I I could have looked deeper at the Mm. brokenness aspect, but never would I I have involved sin and pride in, in it. So, that's definitely something to think about for yeah. a while. Yeah, no, you know? a, there's a so, lot to talk um, about with brokenness. Um, I mean, I'm going to add, let me just quickly add mm-hmm. to what I was going to say. The thing about, I think one way to look at, to sort of uh, mitigate the effects of brokenness is just how far forgiveness can go. Um, like, you know, okay. and uh, there's one thing that we always forget about forgiveness. There's, when we think of forgiveness, we normally think of forgiving the person who has wronged us, right? Or forgiving another person. But how yeah. often do we forgive ourselves? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest part. I mean, it's easier. I find it easier to forgive yeah. other people. But... When it mm. comes to myself, because I think some of the things that you mm. do to yourself or say, for an example, if you find yourself in a, in a situation mm. where you exactly. knew better, yeah, it gets, yeah, it gets hard to, to forgive yourself and think, okay, you know what, I'll try better next time. But you, you know, you keep kicking yourself like, but yeah. I knew better. And, and so and that, and that, yeah, just, oh, that sorry. was just, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, go on. I was going to say that was just to add to what you said yeah, about forgiving I mean, yourself. That thing of where so, sometimes uh, finding the root cause of uh, a problem in a relationship it becomes difficult because mm-hmm. you, you, you're kind of ticking boxes that, okay, I've forgiven my father, I've forgiven my aunt, I've forgiven so-and-so, mm-hmm. but why are we still struggling? Why, why, is, this, why is this relationship still so so hard and tough and then you realize oh wait i haven't forgiven myself i still kick myself you yes you mentioned something about insecurities and um fear of being vulnerable and all of that i I, i'm confident that a lot of the times Mm -hmm. it's rooted in us not forgiving ourselves now you're scared of being um uh, forthcoming you're scared of opening up Um, and that becomes a toxic trait in a way, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. 
So you're scared of opening up to other yeah. relationships because something happened at home, something yeah. happened with your aunt, something happened with the people you trusted and loved the most. I think mm. a lot of us can admit that also social media kind of has us, I don't know if it, if I should mm. say social media, but I feel like that's mm. stereotypical, but yeah. maybe pop culture. Pop culture has us um, finding quotes that say uh, yeah. we move, yeah. you know? I always refer to we move because that's yeah. something that yeah. I've thought about yeah. so much yeah. uh, lately. And you find quotes that um, encourage yeah. you to cut people off. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you are. Yeah. I'm going to cut you off. And yet, it's not really what it's what we're supposed to do. We are, we yeah. are validating mm. the wrong things. We're validating yeah. shutting people out. I actually wanted out. to just highlight something before we move on. Um, I think what is mm. a toxic trait in relationships is trust issues. Right? And exactly. And most exactly. people come but now, with that, right? I feel like one thing that breeds trust issues is that thing of forgiveness. Um, and that's something else to look uh -huh. into. But I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I, we, we, I don't want, I'm trying to avoid uh, over exhausting um, certain points. But I think, yeah, that is something. But, but we can, what about when they say that we must then protect our energy? Because I'm think I think what you're yeah. driving at in terms yeah. of, <laughs> what you're driving at in terms of, yeah. of of forgiveness, right? Is is always maintaining your ability yeah. to be yeah. vulnerable. Because I mean, yeah. if I have to be honest, I I find myself at a point where I'm, I. I I, I almost struggle mm. to be vulnerable with people now because I know yeah. where that can lead. But yeah. you also have to be smart, you know, You because the Bible also does say above everything else, it is yeah. important to guard yeah. your heart. So at what point now does someone, yeah. just now out of my own curiosity, yeah. since you mentioned forgiveness, like how forgiveness mm. can go a long way. I think there's also, is there not also a thin line between forgiveness and forgiving and being straight well, up naive? So that's a, that, yeah, I like that question. I mean, I think the one way to answer it is looking at the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation, right? Um, in that, okay. just because I've forgiven you doesn't mean we have to be cool and lovey-dovey or cool and like, super chilled with each other. Mm. Um I feel like forgiving you is um, the aspect of um, addressing things, acknowledging things, and then mm. being able with the free conscious conscience to move forward. And that does not always mean we now have to be besties again, or we now have to be, yeah, like it is okay yeah. to acknowledge that, okay, this relationship hasn't worked, or this relationship is difficult to manage, mm. um, and but I will not go yeah. around carrying the baggage. Yes. And, of so you know, you know what I mean. In that sense, I feel like that's one way to deal with the way. It doesn't mean that you. Yeah, I like I like the way you use the word naive or almost oblivious to to certain realities where there mm. there are tensions, there are hard feelings there. But look, mm. I'm trying to move forward. I'm trying to maintain my health and my well being. And for that sake. 
I will forgive you. And it's may not because it may, it, may, it may not even because you ask for the forgiveness, but I'm forgiving you for my sake, for the sake of peace, hopefully. And look, mm-hmm. we may not be friends, we may not be boyfriend and girlfriend. In some cases, we not we may not be husband and wife mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but I forgive you. And yeah, we 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 will part ways or we will sever this relationship. Um, or we will work on it. Whatever you determine, it does not. I just want to stress that just because you've forgiven doesn't mean you now must be oblivious or naive to certain realities. Yeah. And opening exactly, up yourself yeah. to more hurt. Yeah. Okay. No, I get it. I hear you. Okay. So I also wanted. Um, mm. I also wanted to ask about. Uh, okay. So when we look at still yeah, on, the, yeah. on 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 toxicity yeah. and relationships and all of that, I, like looking more into yeah. romantic relationships, because I feel like mm. every other relationship mm. is not as vulnerable as yeah. a romantic yeah. relationship. You know what I mean? With a colleague, mm. you can easily decide to say, you know what, I'm not going to. I won't yeah, sit on the yeah. same table as this person yeah. anymore. I'll just avoid them yeah. and like them from afar, <laughs> yeah. smile and wave. If it's if it's between Ooh. if it's between mother and daughter, yeah. right, or mother yeah. and son, it's fixable. Yeah. You get what I mean. But when it comes to mm. romantic relationships, right, it's tricky because looking at the societies mm. and communities that we're coming mm. from, the way we were raised mm. as women and men, right. Um, I feel as though the main reason why many relationships Mm. are undercover toxic. Like you have people who are out Mm. there acting couple goals, Mm. smiling and all lovey-dovey, but Mm. God be, to be honest, if you dig deep on the things that happen underneath, like underneath the roof, it's, it's hectic. And I, I think society is largely mm. to blame. And when I say society, mm. I mean, all of us, eh? And, and I think this is another topic. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a whole topic, but I just want us yeah. to touch on it just a little bit, right? When we look at the yeah. the, the rushed oh. expectation that people, men and yeah. women, suddenly have oh. to settle down, get married, because you go home and, you, the, you know, those aunties, <laughs> they'll be like, when are you getting married? Yeah. You need to give me grandkids. And yet, Maybe yeah. you as yeah. a person, right? When we talk about toxicity, like we said, when somebody dances, they're yeah. not just dancing alone. You also have yeah. your own toxic traits as a person. Now, if yeah. you, what is the point of rushing or feeling like I need to be with someone if you yeah. haven't really healed from yeah. what hurt you, the traumas and all of that, simply because society expects you mm-hmm. that by the age of 30, Ah man, if you don't have somebody to call your own or to go back home yeah. to, there's something wrong. Yeah, so um yo, that one is 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 difficult. Can you still hear me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one is that one is tense because yo, uh, and I was just I've, I'm taking notes just to note everything that you're saying too, so I can respond better. Um, but just the two key the two key things that you okay. mentioned the whole thing of social pressures, and 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 rushed expectations. Mm-hmm. So it's tricky because yeah. I get it when people are feel pressured. I get it. It doesn't make it okay, but I get it. The thing of um, when people start asking questions like, "So 
you know, where's the where's the where's your boyfriend now, or where's your girlfriend, or where's the where's my future son-in-law, where's yeah. my future daughter-in-law, all that stuff. I get it. Where it's almost like there's the aspect of the the clocks that are ticking, right? Um, for women, there's the biological clock. Um, for men, it may not necessarily be a biological clock, but it's definitely some sort of social pressure. You know, you see your friends and your peers that, yo, bro, exactly. Where, where's where's your girl at? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, which is also yeah, yeah. So okay. It, go it, on. It, it, Sorry, it, it, <laughs> I get it. Right. However, I think also there are also intrinsic pressures as well. And I'll speak from my point of view as a, as a Christian man. Right. So, and this one, this one is, it usually okay. surprises people in a way. So think about it this way. <laughs> so let's hear it. The way we are taught as Christians uh, to honor ourselves, on our bodies, on our God is that things like physical intimacy mm. or physical, like sexual activity and stuff is a no-go. Um, it, it, is, mm-hmm. it, it is reserved, especially for marriage, right? So as I mature and as I grow okay. in my interactions with the opposite sex, things intensify in terms of my feelings, my thoughts, my intentions, my hormones, right? Mm. Now, from the Christian point yeah. of view, I'm taught that the only way for me to express myself fully to in relation to, in response to natural feelings and natural uh, mechanisms is through marriage, right? Mm. So if I want to have sex, this is a desire which is natural, which is normal, which is real. If I want to have sex, I cannot do that unless okay. I'm married, right? Right? So keep Fair that in, in the back of your mind. Um, if it is to kiss okay. a girl, if it is to hold a woman a certain way or uh, evoke certain feelings, I can only do that in marriage. At least I can only do it with a free conscience at liberty and with a blessing, right? That's what we're taught which I believe is right, side note. Okay. But that's what we're taught, right? Now, okay. yeah. No, I relate because yeah. I'm, also, I'm also a Christian and that's what we are taught yeah. from Sunday school. Yeah. And as you grow right. older, so it you makes more that, sense. So remember I said that it's natural, right? So I, I reckon that as you grow older, these yeah. things get more intense or rather you understand them more Therefore, they, that intensify it becomes intensified in a way or in some way. So there is a pressure that grows upon me that shucks. I want to express myself this way, but I cannot do that unless I get married. So now I'm almost my 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 uh, impartiality and objectivity in searching for a suitable partner may become compromised because what I'm thinking about is not mm. necessarily finding the perfect fit for me in in a holistic exactly you're just thinking about fulfilling needs i'm thinking of somewhat in a Mm. way the quickest gateway to for me to express myself do you get what i'm saying which becomes very dangerous Mm -hmm. so in that sense Mm -hmm. that kind of pressure is toxic um where you're not 
considering meaningful, I would say meaningful factors in you getting married. So like this, in, in, in the end, what happens is marriage is glorified um, or even idolized in a certain way, which affects young people mm. so much. So for me, that's my part. If it's for my parents, for example, if they're pressurizing me, mm. for them, it means that, ah, maybe their peers are grandparents now. Um, and now they're feeling this FOMO, fear mm. of missing out. That yo, I also want to be a grandparent. I also want to have. Yeah, exactly. Which also so talks my thing thoughts, is, yeah? it may be noble to an extent. It may be justifiable, but I don't think it's it's okay. I don't think it's right. So those are some of the things to think about in these pressures, where on they're both ends to they're they're both they're two sides to think of in all of this, where for one person it's justified, for another it may not be justified. For one person, it may be okay. For another, it may not be okay. So, yeah. Mm. Look, I, I think yeah. no one could have ever explained it the way you did because I think I've had um, arguments mm. with, not yeah, arguments, but say, let me not call them arguments, yeah. but discussions yeah. with some of my, <laughs> with some yeah. of my non-Christian friends, right, who have said they are keen on having a conversation mm. about toxic religion when when it pushes you like i know certain religions because i am mm. a big believer in the difference between yes, yes, religion and that's relationship good, yeah. so so when you have i'm more of a fan mm. of having a relationship mm. with god as my father mm. who where versus relationship, yeah. relationship, sorry, versus religion, yeah. which teaches you that yeah. if you do this, yeah. you are not eligible to coming before God, if you do that. And yet, yeah. we, we, we need to come boldly. So when it comes to the feelings that you're talking about, obviously, in everything we've uncovered, yeah. There is so much toxicity to deal with, hey, whether it's in, in our religious places of gathering, because you've already mentioned mm -hmm. that um, we are forbidden from doing mm -hmm. ABC unless you get yeah. married. So getting married becomes a rush. And guess what? You get married, you get into that relationship simply because you wanted yeah. a ring on your finger to be able to yeah. hug a girl. Yeah. You're stuck it, with the wrong girl. It compromises so much. It really, really compromises the, so for much. The, yeah. So I think yeah. that's also another topic for another day. But basically, when we're looking at at, at mm -hmm. um, what you had said earlier, it's it also has a lot to do with the yes. stigma that single yeah. people face in society, right? That has led them to any kind of relationship mm -hmm. as long as yeah. you have settled down. Yo, the stigma that uh, single people face, shucks, man. Yo, it's also part of it's also part of the social <laughs> pressure that you're Hectica? like if a woman. Um, if a woman is is yeah. single for more than three years, for example, she could she could face she could face scrutiny yeah. uh, where people can say like, "Yo, are you not beautiful enough?" Or do you have? Exactly. Uh, there will be definitely it's the language wrong that is used. Like, Yo, what's wrong with you that you can't get a man? Like, how? What if I don't want a man? You know. Um, <laughs> exactly, and and just because exactly. you are single doesn't make you okay. available. Yeah, no, I always good. stress that's that really point. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a misinformation, uh, uneducated um, viewpoint on a lot of these things. 
And I'm just glad that, you know, uncovering these things actually means at least there is one or two of a generation that is actually uncovering to say, you know what, this is wrong. That's wrong. So when we talk about it like yeah. this, people yeah. do learn. You know what I mean? So, Godfrey, I, I want us to slightly go back to something mm. you said about a broken perception when you talked about yeah, how yeah. everything dates back to childhood. You know, and unfortunately, I don't mm. believe that there is a single mm. person out there who is not toxic. Yeah. The ones that can honestly yeah. own up and say, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. And I've, I think healing starts yeah. from the That's moment really that yeah. you acknowledge that mm. I am toxic, right? But I want us to go back because we all have a history of broken childhoods. Maybe not broken, but someone said something like, some, someone said yeah. something to you when you were young that stayed with you and you couldn't maybe play football mm -hmm. anymore because the coach yeah. told you you sucked, you know? You couldn't sing anymore because you mm -hmm. were told that you make a lot yeah. of noise and you your voice is annoying. Maybe you can't you can't do those. Those are all things that, that shape us into mm -hmm. maybe having trust issues or not yeah, believing yeah. in ourselves, which is also toxic. Mm -hmm. so, so going back, right... Um, I want yeah. us to address the home front sure. and in, in the idea of daddy issues. Daddy issues being um, an umbrella term yeah. because we yeah. also have guys that have mommy issues. And so mm. a relationship with a parent somehow takes form into the relationships mm. you will have with mm. every other person. Mm that you come across. So let's look yeah. at daddy issues and what they actually are. Mm. We've already established that they begin in the home, the, the mm. father who abandoned, the mother who abandoned, and um, what, what, what the roots yeah. being already yeah. a broken perception of commitment, obviously. And how, how does that then affect so, people's yo, relationships? That's a good question. And it, it, it's, yo, man, it's, it's tough to talk about, um, as you said, I, I, I also believe that every single person has some sort of wound from the home or from their childhood. Um, I do, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we what they do, are, trust me. Just the, I think the first question you asked is what are daddy issues or mommy issues? And I like how you said it's more of a blanket issue. Um, I believe that they mm. are mm. family affairs that negatively impact a relationship. And it can be, as we know, any form of relationship, whether it's romantic, friendship, or, or pr professional, right? Um, family affairs that negatively mm. impact relationships. Those are what we um, conventionally know as daddy issues, right? Um uh, so, for example, we can come up with, with certain scenarios, like for the daddy issue specifically, um, we see that a, a, a child that has been abandoned will have, will have commitment issues, mm. um, loyalty issues, trust issues. So when they're now um, maltreating their partner or their friend, we can point and say, ah, this person's got daddy issues. Right, and this will come from investigation of shucks, man. What happened to you mm. as a child? Or when you're when you're narrating a story, then you trace it. Ah, 
this is where this behavior started. Um, yeah, so I believe, yeah, it's just daddy mm-hmm. issues or mommy issues, uh, uh, family affairs or family events or incidences, accidents even, that took place that negatively impact relationships. Mm. So that's what they are. And and it doesn't only affect the, the kids who had um, yeah. abandonment issues or any of that. It doesn't only mm-hmm. affect those. You could have mm-hmm. been with a father in the house, but maybe mm-hmm. the relationship you had with your dad affected and set the tone for every other yeah. relationship you have with any man mm-hmm. in your life because maybe he was unkind. And I feel like also some of the traits would be... Um, sometimes you find there's people out there who are overly yeah. dependent on men or women simply because they yeah. didn't grow yeah. up with that's really good. the I validation. Mean, yo, I, I like one thing you said about, especially like with fathers and stuff, where you will find that some people are, are come from single parent homes where one of the parents uh, passed on um, or one of the parents actually abandoned the family. And so in that case, it's very evident there is only one parent, mm. whether it's the man or the woman who is running that household. Whereas there's some households mm. where both parents are present, but one of them is absent. I don't know if that makes sense. In how um, they're, they're, like, they're present. Very right, no, let me change the words. They're present, but they're disengaged. They're disconnected. They're detached, Yes. We can find all the superlatives to put there. Um, But yeah, Yeah. they're disengaged, they're detached, they're disconnected, where like, for example, and this one is a a big one, it's a huge one, in a a lot of African homes, you find a lot of the Mm. times, uh, like for example, the father, um, mainly, he's he's present in the home, Mm. he's, he's there, right? But he's quite disconnected emotionally, um, spiritually uh, and, and relationally. So to him, mm. maybe paying the fees and putting food on the table is as far as he goes. Because for him, yeah, he's doing his job, right? He's Whereas doing the a child most, needs yeah. affection, a child needs attention, a child needs um, advice, counsel, accountability, all of that stuff. And so the child can actually say to the father when they grow up, you were never there for me, right? Um, and what the child is saying is when I was depressed or when I was hurt, when I was lonely, you were there, but you weren't. Exactly. Or even show so up to any that game that I played at in, school. In that sense is yeah. where, there's, where there are a lot of deficiencies, right? Um, you, you, you didn't get enough affection. So now you're looking for affection everywhere from to, every Tom, Dick and Harry from every prudence and bridget um you know so yeah like it's it's hectic where if a parent is there but they're disconnected it's equally damaging um uh, yeah true that's very true i think also Mm. some parents who are too involved can also be equally damaging because um some are there and they're involved in, I think parenting, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not really experienced there because I'm not a parent, mm-hmm. but I've I've mm-hmm. seen people close to me raise children and I've been mm-hmm. raised by 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 both parents as well. But I can honestly say toxicity yeah. exists in every household and in yes. any trait if it's yeah. if, if you don't find a balance to it. So much as some have this story and then others have like a detachment story where both parents were there but detached, I think also um, Mm -hmm. having parents Mm -hmm. too attached can be toxic because you find that um, uh, at some point uh, I had to sit down and have a chat with my dad about how Mm -hmm. he would be all up in my grill 24-7 and I almost didn't have a life. You know, yeah. like how you are, you are yeah. too present yeah. and being present is never a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. But mm. if you're going to be, if I'm finishing school at four, you are picking me up. Sure. You are literally in the parking lot at 359. Mm. No time to talk to the other kids. And mm. if mm. you do talk to the, you can't go to the shops by yourself. Mm. You can't like, you are too monitored. It just gets to a point where also that can be a bit you know a bit much so I, I think it doesn't there's no tag to say uh, it's it's only because it's only ch- children who were abandoned or children that were detached from their parents or children that had their parents everybody everybody needs to find a balance yeah. in whatever is happening around them because once you lose, you you fall off track, then that that's when toxicity yeah, comes no. in. I don't you, know if I'm making, making sense. You're making a lot of sense. I think it's where the uh, balance is honestly a golden word, to be honest. Um, it, it really is. And underrated. I was just Rated. about to say. It's underrated. underrated. Um, and I think where, with that, that overbearing <laughs> presence, I think it's where there's just... Um, it comes from a good place, right? Probably... Uh, the father or the mother is being protective, which is a good thing, right? But when you're overprotective, I feel like it actually hampers mm. the development of a child, like where you virtu- like you said, where you virtually have no social life. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. you get that yeah. the intentions were good. You know, I think we need to also note, um, take note that sometimes... Um, I listened to something that T.D. Jakes, um, like it was a podcast between T.D. Jakes and Oprah. And they were talking about how Oprah was talking about her mother and how she felt that her mother was never there. And Mm. there was a certain interview that Oprah's mother had and she was talking about how she loved Oprah to bits and how, how she did everything she could for her. And sometimes also dating mm. to uh, going around what you said about forgiveness, um, it becomes easier to forgive. So um, what T.D. Jakes now, how he got involved was he was now talking to Oprah about how we need to also mm. realize mm. the capacity yeah. that somebody has. And I thought that was deep because um, I could be mad at a yeah, person, yeah. at my mother for, it's an example at my mother for maybe yeah, walking yeah. out on me when I needed her the most, but she could be out there yeah. Yeah. Well, not even realizing what she did. She could be out mm. there thinking I did what I could and I walked mm. out mm. because it was what was best for her. 
she her reasons and intention mm-hmm. have are linked to the capacity she had in 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 giving me what she could so sometimes mm-hmm. going back to the expectations that you place on a person sometimes your expectation from someone is yeah. deeper than yeah. the capacity they yeah, have to no. give so, you what you want yeah i'm glad i'm glad we're on the same page about this stuff because it's it's really it's really been easier to talk about it um and the conversation <laughs> has flowed very nicely i believe um I I believe so too. I mean I'm I'm speaking yeah. to somebody who definitely shares the same values yeah, as yeah. me. Okay, but um to round up, right? Uh what how true is it that the relationships that we find ourselves in in is a direct reflection oh, of the value that we place on ourselves? And, uh, so it's 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 interesting. I mean, I think <laughs> it, it talks about mirroring that happens. There's a re- yeah this is like a good question i want to i want to use a scripture to respond to that i think when Go we look it. at yes when when we look at uh the in, the encounter that jesus had with his disciples when they are oh, with the with the pharisees when they asked okay. him what is the most important commandment and jesus said okay. the first commandment is to love the the lord your god with all your heart your soul and your strength and the okay. second one which is equally important is to love your neighbor as you love yourself as you love yourself okay right. so right. i see i, I see a, a reflection there on the second one on the second commandment um mm-hmm. when it says love your neighbor as you love yourself so there's a reflection the way that you love your neighbor is a reflection of how you love yourself wow Well, I've never thought about it that way but go go in. Yeah. So I would say that um shucks man it's it's very exciting to think about it that way that what you give in a way what you give is what you get although it's not always the same because sometimes it's not reciprocated but there's the thing about you loving others um that you loving yourself as you love others you loving God as you love others Okay. So um, you know, in, yeah. Okay, I was going to just quickly throw in that in simple and in, in like layman's terms, yeah. you also look it it simply means that you can only meet others as far as you've met yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. Okay, I yeah, hear you. Yeah, because yeah, because even with the thing about loving yourself means that mm. you have a reference, right? Um okay. or or or, or um how you find your how you place yourself in a relationship is in a way how you place yourself in your mind in your heart do you value yourself do you treasure okay. yourself because uh, the question is how how you find yourself in relationships a direct reflection of how you value yourself so your place in your mind and in your heart is it a good place is it a high place does it is there respect and honor to it and i feel like that's how it becomes a reflection of how you participate in relationships because then the commandment is love your neighbor as you love yourself give Which as you, you are actually you. supposed to to love yourself yeah before you love your neighbor that's the only way you are able to love your neighbor yep yep wow that's yeah. deep that's yeah, no, crazy yeah i mean wow. and even there's this there's there's a scripture that i found in first peter 3 
um, okay. which which also really struck me in how there's how there's our place in a, in a relationship that is that that shows that reflection that shows that mirror. First um, Peter three verse seven, right? So it, it's actually an instruction to husbands. Um, okay. But there is the, there's the last sentence that really I feel will be relevant here. So it's, I mean, husbands, in the same way, husbands, you must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker okay. than you are, but, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. So here's the last sentence here. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. Hmm. Okay right wow. so it's almost like to the extent that you value yourself love yourself to the extent that you honor another person it becomes a reflection of how people can relate to you and treat you and how they participate in relationships with you hmm. because now wow. in this case it goes as far as your prayers being hindered if you do not honor your place in a relationship. Okay. I, I actually have never looked at it in that sense, but wow. So, I mean, there you have it guys. It's not just, it's not just loving yourself for the sake of looking good and doing mm -hmm. yourself good, but I think loving yourself is loving God as well. It's honoring mm -hmm. God, like what you're, yeah. you've just said. Yeah. And you can't then love another person if 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 you are not at a place where you've met yourself accepted yeah. yourself and yeah. so that that's where toxic people come in like um mm. they 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 already have some resentment within themselves yeah. they're mm. maybe insecure yeah oh wow yeah. so godfrey how how would we how would you advise healing i know um i spoke to stiff um, last week when she yeah. was talking about um the different parts of healing but i'm sure mm -hmm. you have your own your own um thoughts on what do we do to heal how do we heal seeing that we all need we all need to that's the truth and um yeah. i don't think it's something that you can ever really fully get to you know, like I'm finally fine now. I, I need no more healing. I think things yeah. happen every day that just um, corrupt our thoughts, corrupt our hearts. But yeah. how, how do we heal ourselves? How do we heal the people that we have broken along the way? And how do we heal our mindsets? Because I think mindset yeah. plays a big role. Yeah. You know, how do we rebuild a broken self-esteem after being in a toxic relationship? Sure. That's that's a that's a loaded question. Okay. Um, so first part no, no, is how not, do we heal ourselves? It, it, it's good. No, no. I'm just. It's just a remark as I as I process my thoughts. But um, okay. I, I as you were asking that question, I thought of Romans twelve verse two. All right. Okay. That's one of my favorite scriptures, um, and it's one. It's 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 not too long, so I can actually read it. Um, it says. All right. Um. Uh, yeah, there it is. Okay, it says, "Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing, by changing the way how you, you think." Yes, exactly. Then <laughs> sorry, you for, sorry to just go in. Yeah, like so. 
if we're talking about healing, I feel like transformation mm-hmm. is happening. You're transforming from being broken, from being wounded, from being okay. uh, from being sick to being healthy, to being whole, mm. to being fulfilled. So we're looking at transformation, right? If, if that transformation, that healing of your mind, that healing mm. of your heart, um, I believe that God can do it through the way you think, right? So sure. that, I think that's how healing can happen. To answer the question, how do we heal? How do we mm. move forward? How do we mm. uh, get past the pain and all of that? It's a, it's, it's a process the broken of- self-esteem. Exactly. And, and self-esteem is about your thoughts of yourself, right? So thoughts. Yeah. A lot of thoughts mm. are involved with all of this stuff. Um, when, when, when a person has, we, we've spoken about broken uh, views on family, broken views on manhood, womanhood, responsibilities, mm. fatherhood, all of that stuff, right? Commitment. Yeah. Commitment and, and all of that. It's, 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 it's a state of mind. And when we say we need to heal, we're changing the way we think. And here, mm. in, in the scriptures here, it says, let God transform you into a new person. Let me, let me, let me add a bit of an edit there. Into a healed okay. person, into a renewed person, into a fulfilled person mm. by changing the way you think. So how do we heal? We go to God. We pray. We read the word. We seek him. We seek relationship with him. Allowing him sure. to change the way we think. That's my response. Whoa. Whoa. So I, I honestly always almost say almost always say to my friends that mm-hmm. um healing is not it's it's not something that is carnal or, or, or oh, yeah. something that we can do in our own power. Mm-hmm. Especially forgiveness. It mm-hmm. has to come from above. It has to come from you going yeah. before God to say, you know what? I don't have the power to, I don't, I don't think we have the power to change our thoughts. You yeah. need to lean on, on something higher. And yeah, if, if it isn't for God, mm-hmm. then um, I don't know, but I, I really like what you have said yeah. and I'm definitely taking notes. Yeah. And so Godfrey, what, what words would you leave us with? What, what, uh, according to this whole discussion that we've had, what, yeah. what's, what, what, what words would you want us to, to chew on even, you know, before we go to bed, when we wake up tomorrow, what, yeah. what is it that you want to remain at the back of our minds? Um, Shucks, as, as I, one thing that really is just sticking out and it's, it's from a song that I, okay. that I started listening to. Uh, I think maybe two months ago. Um, okay. It's called Let Love Lead. Let Love, Let love lead. lead. Yes, by, by Tarion. Or Tarion. I don't know how to pronounce it. But that song... Tarion. 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 I don't know. You uh, <laughs> you put it in the description of the podcast, or of the episode. I'll, I'll send you the details. But that song okay, sure. is, is, is magnificent. Honestly... It, it, it summarizes everything that in, in how we relate to people, in how we conduct our, we go about our lives and how we conduct ourselves amongst people in relationships, how we mm. participate in relationships, let love lead. That is, that is my parting words. Um, because honestly, if love is leading the way in what you do, in what you say, 
in what you believe, mm. in what you hope for, you will honestly mm. be the most fulfilled human being on earth. I promise you that. Um, so life is tough. Life is rough. We mm. have to make decisions. We have to bear so many crosses and carry so many crosses and bear so many burdens. Oh, too many. Yeah. Too many. Way too many. <laughs> and, and especially as young adults, we're making very key decisions. Let love mm. in those decisions. And when I say let love lead, remember I said, um, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So let love mm. lead when you are looking out for yourself, taking care of yourself, loving yourself, um, doing what needs to be done in your life. Let love lead. When you're doing it for other people, sure. let love lead. How you treat other people, let love lead. And it really summarizes what I believe in to the core about everything that I do. Um, when I say that I love love, I love relationships. Um, if, lo if love is leading the way, yo. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's rough, it's tough, it's hard, it's easier said than done. But if True, you, it's very tough. Eh? Yeah, to love is, is tough. But, love but is it's hard. doable. Yeah, love is tough, love is hard. It's a lot of work. But if it really gets going and if it's done the right way, it is the most fulfilling thing. Look how Jesus did it, right? Um, he, yeah, had to do a, yeah. he had to do a very, very hard task, which was to die for our sins. But love led the way. You know what? I think this this um, episode is just has just taken a whole new topic because mm. I thought I had it figured out, but I think <laughs> let love lead should actually be the the topic of obviously leaning towards everything else that we've discussed. Yeah. No, man, I, I've, wow. I've, really, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I mean, as you, as I hope you've noticed, I, I, I love these conversations. Um, uh, thoroughly. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And you know what? Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to be those people who are on your case <laughs> occasionally, like, let's do another recording. Let's do, and um, we're looking forward to listening to your podcast as well. So... <laughs> No, look, it's gonna happen. Um, I'm, 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 I'm excited, and and really, it is an honor to be on this platform. I really do think you are doing amazing things, and already with the past episodes, so much goodness has come from it. So, yeah, it's been great thank being you here, so much. and I wish you well in your future endeavors. Thank you so much, Godfrey. Thank you for being a part of this. There's definitely. Um, a very good vibe, a good aura, mm -hmm. and 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 yeah, yeah. continue to, to lead by example because it's not many young people mm -hmm. um, in our generation that have reverted to that have resorted to mm -hmm. leading uh, to to going before God mm -hmm. and just putting everything and who understand the value of love. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. No, man, no, That's really honor. powerful. So it's really an honor to keep be. doing keep doing the work um we are 100 percent behind you um please just let us know let the the listeners know where they can see or hear more of your stuff okay. and get a bite of more of your wisdom and all of that awesome thank you so much um so i'm very active on instagram and twitter um okay. my personal account is at godfrey taffy godfrey g-o-d-f-r-e-y t-a-f-i yeah, at Godfrey Tuffy, same handle. And then my uh, community, I'm part of a great community that is growing where we are doing this a lot more extensively, these discussions and 
um, sessions wow. uh, called the Low Community at the Low Community L O A W the Low Community. So that's Love on okay. a Weekday. Um, Love on a weekday community. It's absolutely amazing. We have sessions on Mondays and Wednesdays. So check us out. Okay. Um, the central point for all the information is on Instagram um, on the, at the low community. Okay. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting uh, people coming on board and really doing great work with us. Sure, man. Um, thank you so much once more. God bless you. And you heard it, guys. The low community, I'm definitely going to hit the follow button and be on it. And yeah, also liking your stuff, sharing it with other people as well, because everything you've said is worth sharing and, you know, thank you something so worth spreading. So I thank you again and um have a great day and for those of you listening thank you so much for tuning in um this is this week's episode watch out for a whole lot more and yeah it's been great man i feel blessed awesome. thank you guys and see you next Cheers, week guys bye <laughs> bye